0: You can't have holidays without DMX.
1: <laughs> you just can't anymore. Me, I want a
0: hula hula. man. Like, <laughs> and that's, a, that's a terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. No, I'm no, that was,
1: that was good. I Did
0: you learn so. to play it on guitar or? It was
1: on the piano. Oh. Yeah, so it was my weak, weedy voice trying to pose for <laughs> Joni Mitchell's. But I got the piano part down, though. And now it's time. To play it back.
0: The show where we talk about the songs we love, hate, and appreciate.
1: I'm Gia Jung.
0: And I'm John Asante. And on today's show, holiday songs.
1: Hey, player, what you gonna get? Hot for Christmas? So
0: what you gonna get that for? Come on, come on, come on, what you gonna get, hot for
1: Really, is there anything more apropos to talk about songs that we love, hate, and appreciate because everyone must-have, a holiday season song that fits into one of those three categories. You love it, you can't stand it, or you have to be like, well, it's just a standard holiday song. Makes me feel festive.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I'm not really feeling in the holiday mood, so maybe after we talk about these holiday songs, I'll feel like I'm in it. I feel like I go through this almost every year.
1: I know, I feel like that too. Uh, Maybe more so this year than many other years. We could always discuss why that is, but... You know, it just feels like we're going headlong into the new year, but it's just another day. Yeah,
0: we'll just like, how about we just label it as the dumpster fire that is 2016?
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> the long day's journey into night, long year's <laughs> journey. Yeah, let's let's try that. Let's see if we start feeling a little more in the holiday spirit. Yeah, start talking about our fave song.
0: One of my favorites is by Run DMC, um, it's called Christmas in Hollis. Nice. And I first heard it um, when I was working at American Eagle Outfitters as a high school student many moons ago. So anytime it was like a new season, especially with Christmas, I know like for a specific amount of time, they would pop in a DVD with all these music videos, the same like 20 or 30 songs, and it would play on the, on the TV in the back of the actual store. And so I'd hear all these songs. They go on a two and a half hour loop. So cool. I knew all these alternative Christmas songs really quickly.
1: And so you'd see them too, huh? Yeah. And so There's I'd see them. Video. Yeah,
0: like peep out while I'm like folding clothes and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I know R- known Rum DMC for like "Tricky" and a bunch of other songs, but my I, Adidas. Yeah, my Adidas. But I never heard uh, "Christmas in Hollis," and it got stuck in my head right away. But it was the one I actually liked because you know they're talking about like. Their mom's cooking, being together with family. Time in Hollis, mom's and Rice And, 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 put gifts under trees. and it just puts you in and that late 80s sort of hip-hop mode where the beats are kind of minimal but it totally works Mm -hmm. you know
1: lots of words lots of (laughs) words, steady beat
0: steady beat lots of words you can't go wrong with it it's just it's so good
1: feeling that well i'm gonna go from run dmc to oh holy night that has been around since 1847 Hmm. and it's set to a french poem actually basically it started when My dad used to talk about being in the Glee Club, because through a weird twist of fate, he had grown up as a street child in Korea, but ended up at a boarding school down in Georgia. Hmm. And he was in the Glee Club. So whenever we went to church just, you know, on Christmas to celebrate with the community, he always loved to just bring out his big choir voice. And he'd say, you know what? I made young girls cry and old ladies faint.
0: (laughs) That was his line?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's really, this is like a Christmas, Christmas song. It's about Christ and the birth of Christ, and it's very religiously focused. Though I personally am not necessarily religious, it's just really sacred to me. So whether it's the Vienna's Boys Choir, or Mariah Carey, it is just the ultimate for me, and I love that song.
0: <laughs> nice. Glad it has that sort of sentimental value within your family. I'm actually going to go the more traditional route, in a way. There is a version of Jingle Bells that I do like. It's by this group called the Brian Setzer Orchestra. It came out in 1996, I believe, or at least the version I heard was from 1996, because I first heard it in the 1996 Classic holiday movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad, Jingle All the Way.
1: Oh my god! Which and Sinbad? Had, yes. that's
0: Sinbad. You remember, like you, he
1: steals the show from Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like remember Sinbad?
0: Yeah, I revisit it almost every year. I actually live tweet it, um, and I have a friend from childhood who always follows me on Twitter, and we'll just. Quit, do the quips back and forth just like
1: what's your twitter handle again <laughs> so everyone knows <laughs> in, case,
0: in case you want to know hopefully I, hold, I remember to hold this tradition but you can reach me at, at jkb asante to see my live tweeting and jingle all the way follow
1: this everyone and
0: I just make petty comments about how Arnold is a terrible father in this movie and and tries to really just find tubular man like <laughs> and that's, a, that's a terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger impression No, I'm that was
1: that was good
0: but the scene in question where they're playing this version of jingle bells it's this montage where he's going to, I think where he's going to like about 8 or 10 different stores and everybody's laughing in his face because Turbo Man is totally sold out. I won't spoil it for you if you haven't seen the movie. Something happens in the end. Someone gets a Turbo Man. That's about it. But I like this version because it's a lot more like a uh, beat and rockin'. And it has, like, that rockabilly tone to it. And nice. so, yeah, why not? Yeah, Mix it up. Yeah, a
1: sets orchestra. Yeah. I mean, since you basically confessed that an Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad movie is a family tradition that you live-tweet, I think I can say I've probably always enjoyed music that has chipmunk voices. Oh, gosh. Including um, when Kanye West first came out with those sped-up high voices in his songs. Mm-hmm. And... Um, But anyway, the chipmunk song, Christmas Don't Be Late, 1961. And I think when that song came home to me, it was my freshman year at UC Berkeley. And I was like, you know what? I'm a college student. I'm not partying with anyone right now. I'm not rolling 20 people deep. So I'm just going to go to the theater by myself. (laughs) And I felt so cool and so lonely, just perfect for college. And it was September, right when it hit the theaters and I sat there and the opening credits have a scene of San Diego just by the waterfront and then they play this song with the chipmunks and eventually get to the scene of the young Cameron Crow and his family (laughs) and the mother is, you know, it just shows how kitschy the whole area and the family is and she's like, oh, you know, it might be summer but I'm deciding it's Christmas right now and it just adds to The hilarity, and um, on top of it all, there are these chipmunk voices, and the best part is the part where one of the chipmunks says, "Me,
0: I want." (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know why, I just
1: love that part. So I have it on vinyl, and I have it in my Spotify playlist, and uh, people probably just don't really like it, but they do laugh when it comes on.
0: I feel like the, the only way to listen to that song should be on vinyl,
1: yeah. because
0: then you can even make the chipmunk voices higher if you really want to, yeah. or make them even slower. So a song I recently came across was from this group called Wolfpack. Um, they're this four-piece funk group from Ann Arbor, Michigan. I know
1: those
0: guys. Oh, you do? Yeah,
1: Sky Ugh. Mall. Oh yes, I love that song. So
0: they have this weird, like, sort of minimalist sound. I mean, they definitely got like the, the like the warmth and the groove of a funk band, but their production quality isn't as high and as like pronounced as mm-hmm. such. <laughs> and I remember discovering the song through Spotify's Discover Weekly app of sorts that playlist that came up that actually ended up premiering or at least i discovered it about this time last year so 2015 Mm -hmm. december 2015 and i had no idea who the group was but i was like is it a coincidence that a christmas song was popping up on my list and i just started listening i instantly fell in love with it because just the voice of the of the lead singer is just it almost kind of leads into like a 60s era soul song
1: guess going back to yet another classic it's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and this one definitely comes from film inspiration. I think a lot of us associate, I mean come on Christmas was the best when we were kids Santa Claus was there for us all we had to do was not be total rascals (laughs) and we would just be showered in gifts and love. Everything was wonderful and exciting, right? So Home Alone, 1990, (laughs) 27 years ago.
0: Is it too early to call it a classic?
1: I mean, it's about to be an antique, John, because I think (laughs) antique is, what, 30 years? Or maybe it is actually 27 years, but this movie is antique, and the song was written in 1944, or rather recorded by Judy Garland for Meet Me in St. Louis, St. Louis, (laughs) St. Louis. but the version for the Home Alone soundtrack was written or sung by a jazz artist named Mel Torme in 1992.
0: Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light From now on our troubles will be
1: basically movies affect that holiday feeling a lot for me especially if I saw them before say 1998 mm-hmm. or the year 2000 the other one is not even a Christmas song and it's not even in a Christmas scene in the movie but it's <laughs> It Ain't Over Till It's Over by Lenny Kravitz and it's in The Cutting Edge and it's not clear that they're using Lenny Kravitz's recording it's seems to suggest that there's a live band playing and there's a figure skater mm. and a hockey player who's had an eye injury and has to be with her if he wants to ever get on the ice again <laughs> and they're totally at odds
0: what a coincidence yeah
1: and she's this ice princess to the to the max she's living in greenwich connecticut in this fancy house so they have live band open bar mm. fancy people and they're all just drinking and having a great time and they have this quiet conversation about what they love about the ice. And she's
0: kind of cold. She's not warm
1: <laughs> That's whatsoever. right, I showed you the scene. Yeah, <laughs> not warm
0: whatsoever. She right. just seems very standoffish. She
1: appears to be that way. Mm-hmm. And he is more warm by comparison and seen as more earthly. And um, He says how he loves the smell of the ice and you know took a picture to settle a bet with a friend Hmm. but the point is what this song is just playing the whole time and in retrospect it's actually an uncomfortable scene because it's like a lot of classism and then um the male character goes head to head with her boyfriend who's in stocks and bonds and they're basically ridiculing each other and um, she says oh sorry naked male insecurity really leaves me cold and leaves but in my childhood memory, it was like, oh, it's a fancy party and it's so romantic and <laughs> it's beautiful and sparkly and so is that song. It's mm. just really sparkly and um, the yeah. way it was presented, it's just holidays. Here we are, still together. We are. But yeah, it's actually New Year's scene and they're about to count down
0: of the year so um, there's that yeah yeah it has a like a a good winter feel to it but also a song you can kind of play anytime and I think maybe it's the strings that have to do with that you know really pronounced violin and in the song like kind of different from most Lane Kravitz songs which are more guitar driven yeah right definitely yeah another one that I was I almost didn't include and I'm really glad I did uh so Quad City DJs same group That you might remember for creating the theme to Space Jam, or the song "Come on the Train and Ride It," or whatever. How that that goes?
1: Jock jams.
0: Yeah, jock jams. Like these dudes did jock jams. So Quad City DJs did a whole Christmas album in 1996 called All Star Christmas. And I mean, for that whole time, they they had been known in like the early to mid '90s as like the Miami booty bass guys. Like you know, everything was just like really upbeat and crazy Mm -hmm. and like. You know, the real oomph, beat, yeah, you know, yeah. like club mentality. And so for them to do a Christmas album, to me, was crazy. I didn't find this out until I was a DJ in college. And when me and my co-host of the blues show that I worked on found out, we would try to sneak it in during different <laughs> segments. Really That's not awesome. during our blues show because that would just m- make no sense. Was
1: it around uh, the holidays?
0: It or? was. So we, okay. we made sure it was around the holidays. It wasn't just some random thing like we were It wasn't like people. March or... No. no. <laughs> I mean, like, we might have done during April Fool's, but don't quote mm-hmm. me on that. Nice, nice. the one song I love is uh, What You Want for Christmas mm-hmm. because it's this... Wild take on the Twelve Days of Christmas. Yeah, and God I knows mean, that song needs spicing up. Yeah, that's
1: just <laughs> such a yeah. yeah.
0: There's like no partridge in a pear tree in this. There's no like, <laughs> there's no like drummers drumming. Five I mean, golden rings. Yeah, I mean, there's like, so they go through the Twelve Days of Christmas, and there's just random things in there. Like, I think at five, instead of the golden rings, they go like five months free rent. Five months free rent. parts like 11 Philly Bruns and they just start naming all the stuff like a couple second tapes that people so,
1: would really want yeah
0: so that would date it right there yeah. the second tapes which I go yes that would have been me in 96 but the fact that like this is another song where they just throw jingle bells on top of it mm-hmm. or underneath and it works for me I'm not mad at it, you know. I just gotta go along with it.
1: And you played a little for me, and that beat is seriously, it's off it, the chain. It just drives yeah. it so good. They should just add that beat to anything <laughs> to <laughs> to whatever quad it. Yes. And um yeah, it's incredible. Um shifting gears. To the Extreme, again, is actually another not classically Christmas song, but it's River by Joni Mitchell on Mm -hmm. her album Blue. Nice. And it was released in 1971. And I found it because I was actually volunteering in the Marshall Islands from 04 to 05. I was fresh out of college, probably had an attitude problem, had (laughs) all the pleasures and conveniences of the world, and went to a really isolated, rural place, and they didn't have running water or electricity and people had told me including former volunteers they were like hey definitely bring a bunch of double a batteries and a walkman and all your cds because you're not going to get any music except what's on shortwave radio if someone has a radio they're like seriously you need music and i was all proud i was like no no i'm gonna i'm gonna immerse myself i'm just gonna like go there without music And I remember after like a few months in, my sister took it upon herself to send me these CDs. And then uh, another girl three miles down the sandy road had this album I'd never heard called Blue. Mm -hmm. And I was biking home on a bike with no pedals. It just had little (laughs) metal uh, sticks where the pedals would go on mm-hmm. and uh, it finally was raining because every day was hot with no relief yeah. so it was the coldest I could get and then this song came on and actually the piano has like this plaintive riff of jingle bells it's coming on down trees. They're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy. But it's all about this woman who's lost a lover probably because of some fault of her own. She hurt this person emotionally or otherwise and um, you know a refrain is I wish I had a river I could skate away on and that was I just felt like wow this is just bringing winter to me and I wish I could just you know skate away and be free just pop out of this for a second not that it was so horrible it was just so i was so submerged and just in this hot hot place with no music and being flooded with music that recalled winter and the holidays was a real comfort but also a huge uh ache for me at mm-hmm. the time so yeah i i consider that a christmas song and to adding on to it, I had a relationship that ended and I chose to learn the song and even sing it as like my goodbye. And so it has a lot of uh, lingering effect on me.
0: Yes. A lot of memories there. I Did you learn so. to play it on guitar or? It was
1: on the piano. Ah. Yeah, so it was my weak, reedy voice trying to pose for <laughs> Joni Mitchell's. But I got the piano part down though. Awesome. Yeah. It's tight.
0: <laughs> Did you record yourself doing it? Yes. Oh,
1: snap.
0: All right. Well.
1: It can't be found anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, conveniently. Right. Exactly. I got it. So, of course, with any of the uh, vast amount of songs we've talked about that we do appreciate and love, there's gonna be some that we hate. It's gonna happen. I think everybody happen. has a, a holiday song, no matter what genre it is. You're just, just not gonna be your jam for some whatever people reason. Hate
1: all holiday music.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. They so. just
1: can't even stand a little bit of yeah. happiness.
0: So I think we're being generous in picking out a handful that so. we like or so. Yeah. Um, but for me, my least favorite. Is Baby, it's cold outside. Not my thing for several reasons. I mean, you've definitely heard the song,
1: I have covered heard by a song. bunch of
0: people you know, way back in the day, covered by or sung by Johnny Mercer and Margaret Whiting, and more recently, sung by Adina Menzel and Michael Blay, That whole couple thing oh, going yeah. on.
1: So wholesome.
0: It seems wholesome, but the song is super problematic. Oh. I mean, every year, I, without fail, I feel like for the, at least the last four or five years, there's been this whole controversy over the lyrics. If you read into it enough, like, there's some lyrics that seem pretty centered on a uh, lack of sexual consent. It's horrible. Yeah. It, it gives me a lot of pause to even think about why anybody would want to sing the song. I mean, the lyrics are even really clear. I'm not going to sing it, but I'll just read a couple of lines. Like, okay. Um, there's, I mean, this is, you know, goes the female part and the male part, but... It goes like my mother will start to worry, and the guy goes, "Beautiful, what's your hurry?" And father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace. So really, roll. I'd better steer. please don't Well, hurry. maybe just a half a drink Put more. Put some records on while I. Pour. The neighbors might think. Maybe it's bad out there. So- What's in this no drink? To be
1: had, that
0: makes you think if I you I Yes, he dropped something in the drink mm. And I can't and get behind that He her. Yeah.
1: Wow, wait, when was the song written?
0: The song was written in 1944 Man And I don't know how recently people started talking about it in this controversial way But I remember when I noticed it no, I never actively seeked out that song to play at a party but I knew at one point I said, I can't get behind the song wow. because of the content.
1: Yeah. And talk about a time that was, you know, posing as really wholesome and but was actually kind of repressed and sinister in regards to gender relations sometimes. Yeah. I think.
0: And the counter argument I've heard it there is sort of um, that people say, well, it was just the time. It's supposed to be romantic and funny. There's
1: like a whole camp of people defending it.
0: You know, I don't know how big, and Mm -hmm. I think this is something that's persisted through the years. I'm sure there are people out there who are saying that. I don't know. Again, I don't know how big on both sides. Mm -hmm. uh, Because there are always always think pieces going up about Baby it's Cold Outside, like every single year. Like, I literally pulled up one for Vox without fail.
1: Jeez.
0: Um, So who's to say? All to say is, it's not my favorite.
1: I can see why after hearing those lyrics right out loud. And it's funny you say that because I have a song on my not hit list from 1953, so it's a little bit after that, and it's actually Santa Baby, which was first recorded by Eartha Kitt, and then notably, for our generation, or maybe people older, (laughs) older, suddenly we're old, but covered by Madonna in 1987. So you know, Madonna was like this sex pot, like she just sexualized everything, so maybe it, even when I was young, instinctively, I just felt like it was weird, like, mixing concepts that didn't belong together. Now when I look at the lyrics, I picked out a special zinger here. But it's it's like, Santa cutie, there's one thing I really do need, the deed. Santa cutie, there's one thing I really do need, the deed. To a plet in a mine, Santa
0: cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight.
1: I mean... Hmm. Anything can be made into anything and I don't want to be that killjoy but to me the deed back then especially they're talking about sex but then on top of it there's like a pause for the entendre to settle in and then there and she's like, Oh, by the way, you're my sugar daddy and I want a platinum mine. I want all these material goods, <laughs> these jewels. So hurry down my chimney and come to me. It's just like (laughs) wrong. Yeah.
0: I don't know how I I feel about that either. Am I uptight? No. I I mean, again, I think there's going to be that camp of people who say it was what it was that time in the 40s and 50s. You can't read into it because that's not what what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're in more PC America, which is true, but at the same time...
1: I wouldn't play it for children. Let's put it that way. Like, I don't have children, but if I had children... For some weird reason, I'd show them more adult things before I even... i I just be like, wouldn't play this song for them. It's not that I wouldn't let them hear it. But that's how I feel about this song. It bothers me. Hey,
0: it, that's, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. We could go on and on and on. And there are so many songs out there. These are just the ones that we're really into. Of course... You can't have holidays without dmx
1: <laughs> you just can't
0: anymore you know dasher and dancer and prancer and vixen comedy and cupid and
1: donner and listen but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all come on put off the red-nosed reindeer out of every shiny nose
0: um, and if you ever saw him you would even say it close come on come on you know that's why we leave it up to you we can't cover everything we don't know All the great songs out there for the holidays.
1: That's right.
0: So you should take a look at our brand spanking new Spotify account.
1: And it's grand.
0: (laughs) And so we've already started a playlist for holiday songs. We're going to do another one for all the songs that we feature on the show regularly. Oh, yes. But we want you to add to the holiday one. Just go in. We're going to make a collaborative playlist. Drop in your favorite holiday song. We'll post that to our website, playitbackradio.tumblr.com. We'll post it on Twitter at Play It Back Radio and on our Facebook page facebook.com slash playitback
1: and if you want to be more confidential you can also drop us a line at playitbackradio at gmail.com like if you secretly love Baby It's Cold Outside and you want to defend it don't be shy
0: yeah try
1: actually I'm serious too I mean um, you know we're not here to judge your preferences
0: (laughs) as you know Play It Back is produced by me John Asante
1: and me Jia Jung
0: Shout out to Amos Rose for making our theme music. And if you're a fan of our work, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your fine podcasts. And we'd love it if you could rate us and leave us a review because it's an easier way for us to get to other people and for people to find us.
1: Happy holidays.
0: Peace. Happy New Year.